What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, uplifting and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? Doing stupendous. How are you doing, Tim? I'm feeling inspired. Quite inspired. We have our inspirational stories for an inspirational Friday. Tim, what do you got? Man, so I'm about fitness. These last couple of weeks, you know, I've played a little bit of basketball and I've been hurting, so I'm trying to get it back, right? Um, and I definitely ran into this story and I thought it was really cool. I know you brought it up to me about a week ago and I was like, you know what? I think I saw that article, but I didn't take the time to read it. And when I took t- the time to read it, I was like, oh, I'm definitely talking about it today. So here we are, JP. Um, there is this English channel that a lot of people like to swim on. Um, I believe it's from England to France. Um, and I ran across this story about a woman. She decided to swim it. Her name is Sophie. Um, Sophie is 31 years old. And she took up the challenge to raise the profile of a Swimming Teachers Association campaign for swimmers with disabilities. Um, She has had uh, fibromyalgia and a complex regional pain syndrome since 2011. Um, She completed the swim in more than 29 hours of swimming, um, and she was also supported by her team. This is probably the longest duration for the channel swim on record, um, and a lot of people were inspired by watching it. And the reason why they were inspired is because in 2011, um, she was a com- she was actually a competitive swimmer her whole entire childhood. But basically, that stopped in 2011. She actually was in a bad car accident. Um, that car accident left her with permanent pain and limited mobility. Um, she basically has to use a wheelchair to get around. Um, so, her swimming this English Channel is the reason why it's so inspiring. She wasn't able to swim like everybody else. Let me go ahead and train for this. I'll get in some shape and I'll be able to do this. Um, Her lower body doesn't work like mine and yours does, JP. And we all know how important your legs are to swimming. So her swimming this English channel for those 29 hours was basically all upper body. She was using all arms to do this, man. Beyond inspiring. I complain about running a marathon because I'm out of shape and I have a full functioning body. This woman just swam from one country to another using just her upper body. She had a great support system and she had a great cause to do it for. Now that she did this, she's hoping that she can inspire a lot more teachers with disabilities to become swim instructors, swim instructors, so that they can teach other people with disabilities like theirs how to swim and how to conquer their fears and how to do great things just like her. So. To put this in perspective, she swam for 32 hours without the use of her legs. <laughs> I, I have no idea. None. And I got I have little noodle arms. I'm not doing that, man. I'm not swimming for five minutes, man. <laughs> and she swam through the whole time. She didn't sleep. So she was out there in the water in the dark. She said her biggest fear was getting run over by a ship. Yeah, she kept seeing boats and stuff passing her by, and she was like, the biggest fear was like the waves hitting her and all kind of stuff. It was tough for her. She said it was like the hardest thing in the world at one point, but she just kept pushing. And then it's a channel in the ocean, so she's getting pushed by the current. So at one point, she was going basically sideways, and she didn't have, you know, she didn't have the strength to like push the other way. She's only using the upper half of her body. And then she still made it. She swam for 32 hours. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. 
So me and Tim don't usually talk about our inspiration. We really just don't really talk about the story as much before we come on. But we actually have a theme with this one that your disabilities can't hold you back because my inspirational story is actually about someone with a disability as well who was not held back and is not being held back at all. But before we get to that, we need to pause, do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, you have to overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? I'm grateful for this cool weather we got this week. Um, we obviously know we've been complaining about this 107 degree heat that we've been getting for the last few weeks. And all of a sudden, I believe today I woke up and it was like 63 degrees, man. I'm like, oh, okay, I can live like this. So yeah, I'm grateful for this cool weather. That's around 15 degrees Celsius for everyone using superior units and metrics. It has been very like a solid 28 to like 40 degrees celsius for like three months it's been a little hot but yeah weather has been better weather has been better i'm gonna give a special shout out to my brother-in-law jerry hot wagner who helped me with a project on sunday i have all the tools in the world but sometimes i struggle knowing the right one to use i was installing this little I got this little boxing thing and it didn't come with instructions. Like, what? <laughs> so I started going, started trying to figure everything out. And then I saw a video and the video was like, just put it into the drywall. And I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. Not a good idea. So I got the stud finder. I had this plan, but I was like, all right, what does this tool do? It was one of those tools that you're supposed to like hammer in and then screw something on with. I had never seen it before. So I was like, I'm just going to try it. So I tried it and it fell through in the drywall. And I was like, I knew that was a dumb idea. <laughs> <laughs> I spent like an hour playing around with this. And that went to Lowe's. And I got these like certain screws. And they were like the hex screws. And I was like, how am I going to use this without using a screwdriver? But I have all these tools. So I called Jerry and I was like, I know I got the tool in here somewhere. Which one is it? And he doesn't have an iPhone, so we couldn't FaceTime. So I was just sending this dude pictures. This man was just like throwing out every idea possible. Eventually we found the right one. I got everything hung up. And then the what it came with, well, I mean, it looks good. It works. But what it came with, I need to adjust some more. That's going to be another side project for next Sunday. But got it working. So shout out to that one person that you can help you with your handyman stuff, because I definitely needed help. I was in the garage sweating for like five hours. <laughs> it really wasn't five hours, it was like three. It was like shopping for items. It was like a solid hour. Anyway, shout out That's to Mr. Hilarious. Hot Wagner. Now back to the inspirational stories. So Tim did a story about a young lady that swam for 32 hours across the English Channel with no, with no use of her leg. Incredible. My story is about, my story is in two parts. It's about a young man named Ahmed. And when I say a young man, I mean a young man. He's 11 years old now, but his story starts two years ago. He lives in Yemen, and they've been getting bombed by Saudi Arabia. When he was nine years old, the school he was going to 
was basically blown to bits. Most of the walls were gone, but it was just a little layer of protection. They lost all their supplies, everything. Teachers had to come in and clear everything out. They had nothing. They didn't have desks. They didn't have pencils, papers, anything. And these teachers were still trying to make it work. But they they didn't have enough teachers. After the attack, people were dying in Yemen. I mean, Ahmed, living in Yemen, he was nine years old. And he was like, I want to be the teacher. Let me teach the kindergartners and preschoolers. The thing with Ahmed is he's blind. He's been blind his whole life. And he has two brothers and a sister that are also blind. He's, he didn't let it stop him. He was like, I don't need to have my vision to be able to teach these kids. And the teachers were like, we don't think this is a very good idea. You know, they can, you know, kids are, they can act up, they can run around. But then Ahmed was like, nah, I, re I remember being taught a lot of it's like saying things back and forth. So they're like, he would do like the ABCs with them and stuff like that. Work through words. He was like, I remember that whenever I was in kindergarten, preschool. And like, I didn't need my vision for that to learn. Like it's never, my vision has never stopped me from doing anything. Why would it stop me from teaching? So Ahmed stepped up and he taught the kindergartners and preschools, like all their like words while going to his own classes because the school needed it. So then he got interviewed and he was like, well, since this is a big national interview, we would like some help. You know, we want some desks, we want a new school, all that fun stuff. So two years later, 2023, it's all gotten built because what he was doing was so inspirational. They had new classes, new desks, whole new building. Building is nice, very large, there's a lot of kids because it's taking care of a larger community because it's one of the only schools still open. And he's still teaching the younger kids. And so he made it all happen. And you know, Ahmed, 11 years old now, nothing's stopping this kid. And he's like, well, that's good, but you know, we can do better. We can always do better. That's what I've learned. You can always do better. And so they asked him what he wants to be when he grows up. He said, I'm going to be a scientist, engineer, and a teacher and a doctor like he just kept saying like that and the interviewer was like don't you think that's a lot of things and he was like well there's nothing better than learning and then i can teach everyone those things too <laughs> and so they got everything he wants he's still pushing he's still teaching the classroom he's like that's my goal next and then they asked him this this really is an inspirational i just thought it was funny and he was like after i'm a a doctor an engineer, teacher. I'm gonna marry a nice wife and she's gonna make me good biscuits because there's nothing better in life than good biscuits. <laughs> 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 that really doesn't have anything to do with inspiration. I just thought it was funny, but. Oh, classic. He wants to be educated and good biscuits. That man, he knows what he wants out of life. I think he's gonna achieve it all too, JP. So, yeah. Achieve it all. Literally inspirational. His school is rebuilt. There's hundreds of kids that go to the school. It's all the way from kindergarten all the way to high school. It's like a four-story building now or three. They got everything he's asked for. And really, it's just his story and him stepping up and being such a good teacher. 
is what has inspired so many people to donate from all over the world. So shout out to Ahmed. Man, the youth is awesome with the positive truth. Ahmed is amazing, man. He actually reminded me of an inspirational story that I'm going to tell you guys next week, JP, because that was a 10 out of 10 story right there, buddy. Mm. Are you saying you're fat storing all the inspirational stories? (laughs) Fat with education, buddy. (laughs) Do you have a quote before we get out of here? Absolutely. A smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. African by Franklin D. Roosevelt. That's an African problem. Ah, my fault. All right, take that world. (laughs) (laughs) Roosevelt stealing that. It's an African proverb. I read that in a Batman book. Anyway. Oh, snap. (laughs) You read a Batman book? Yeah, it's like the life philosophy of being Batman. It's actually a really good book. You should read it to Layla. Oh, I I actually have it. Here Here we go, right here. This is live on the spot. What? Wisdom. Wisdom from the Batcave. How to live a superhero heroic life by carrie friedman it's actually a really good book let me read the chapters it actually sounds really interesting no no no, it's really good book i got this when i was like i think i bought this whenever i graduated college that's what i did (laughs) instead of uh going to graduation i bought a book a batman book so the chapter one the blessing of family chapter two how to triumph over adversity chapter three recognizing the extent of human potential Chapter four, the value of willpower. Chapter five, the value of hard work. Chapter six, a better definition of victory. Chapter seven, the value of inspiring others. Chapter eight, the value of self-esteem. Chapter nine, check this out, Tim. Don't talk too much. Chapter 10, the value of idealism. Chapter 11, the value of strong principles. Chapter 12, the value of anticipating consequences. Chapter 13, the value of study the value of study chapter 14 the value of friendship chapter 15 the most effective way to fight evil chapter 16 the price of greatness chapter 17 where crooks hide and then the conclusion but all the chapters are like six pages long but they're all little batman experts so like it'll have like the batman comic and it'll be like well batman did this and all this fun stuff (laughs) and that's where i read that quote that's actually really cool and so like you can read and then it'll have like a comic thing actually sounds really cool i may actually uh check that out for sure yeah so mr friedman that's your free advertisement on the positive truth (laughs) and we're out (laughs) no for sure stay positive everybody have a good day